Hey everybody, welcome to the C-Note Audio Experience. This is your host, Mr. C-Note, a.k.a. Christian Rivera. You can find my stuff at HiMyNameIsChristian.com. Today I wanted to talk about focus. Is it overrated? <laughs> is it something you actually need? Of course it is. But uh, how can you get it when you've lost it? Um, what are the best times to regain your focus? And uh, how many things should you focus on? Let's talk about that stuff. And uh, no updates for me today. I've got a um, presentation today for the next iteration of the commercial I'm working on. But that's pretty much it. Uh, and, and, and I solidified the track list for my album that I'm working on, Swing for the Fences. Uh, the album is called 30 Days in June. The band is called Swing for the Fences. So you can look up the band on different things. And um, if you go to soundcloud.com slash swing for the fences, you can listen to the album as it stands now. There's only three, four tracks technically uh, that have lyrics and singing. The others are just instrumentals, but I still need to mix them, so the audio levels are still kind of all over the place, but um, once I get the mixing done, I'm going to do the vocals, and then the album will be finished. The album of my dreams that I've been trying to make since I was 17 years old. Super excited about it. I hope you can check it out and share it, give it a rating, all that good stuff, and uh, help me spread the word. With that, let's talk about focus. So I wanted to talk about focus today because I can't really focus on anything for the, for my, for the life of me. <laughs> I'm the type of person that is um, sort of all over the place. I need to have something brewing all the time and kind of uh, pushing one thing and then the next thing. Like I can't sit and focus for like multiple hours at a time. I'm more of a um, push little things as I need to push them kind of person. Like, I can maybe focus for an hour, maybe an hour and a half on something, but then I have to change gears, I have to refocus my attention on something else. Um, so for me, I, you know, every topic that I talk about is going to deal with self-awareness, and focus is no different. You have to know what what allows you to focus, like what situations allow you to focus. Maybe you're better at coffee shops, maybe you work better at home. Maybe you work better in an office environment. Um, you know, maybe you can't focus when you are around too many people. Uh, maybe you can't focus when people are trying to talk to you, which I think is the case for most people. You know, maybe you're too distracted by your phone. Maybe you're, um, maybe you've just got too many things going on that there's really no time to focus on any one thing. Uh, and I would fight against the taboo that you need to focus on only one thing. Um, it certainly helps. I think it's good to really put all your energy into something and give it give it your best. Um, but I don't think it's a bad thing to have side hustles or side things that you worry about and think about too. Because when you think about an idea, you know, for me, I like to just get it out there. If I'm if uh, my focus can shift pretty quickly, if I'm talking to somebody and they give me an idea for an article to write, I'll kind of stop everything and if, if the opportunity allows 
and just sit and focus and write that thing to get it out of my head. You know, for me, allowing myself to focus allows me the opportunity to really get something, yeah, get something out of my head. And so, so I can move on. Um, well, sometimes I just write down the ideas so I can handle them later, but I'm a very, like, if it's going to take less than 10 minutes, then let me just do it now kind of person. Um, so that makes it difficult for me to find the time to sit and focus on something for longer than 10 minutes. <laughs> um, but when I do, you know, things do get done. Um, it's just a matter of really finding the things in you that allow you to, to click in that space, to get into that flow state of really handling your business and getting it done. Uh, so next, um, in the next segment, we'll talk about a couple tricks on how to sort of regain some focus if you've lost it. I don't know how people who are driving can look away at their phone and not feel terrified. Because I, I usually, you know, because I'm recording this, I record this while I drive to work in the morning, and I kind of put it up to my mouth and, and all that stuff. It's very safe, don't worry. Uh, but I was pulling away from a stoplight just now, and I looked down to press a button real quick, and then I looked up, and I was moving, and I don't know, something about it just really freaked me out. Usually I have my phone on uh, a little you know, one of those like vent things, it's a vent magnet, whatever. So it's always at eye level, which is fine. Like I, I can do things that way. Uh, I still don't touch it too much, but, um, I'm not looking down. And for that split second, when I looked down, it was like frightening. I think we just get used to it and, uh, like look around you. If you're a person that is looking down at your phone all the time while you're driving, stop for a second and look around. Because when you see somebody else looking down while they're driving, that is frightening. You don't want to be anywhere near that person. So also don't be that person. Anyway, little rant aside, <laughs> um, to continue with this topic of focus, I wanted to talk about some ways that you can regain it. Um, I think it's important to, sometimes you have to lean into the fact that somebody might be distracting you in a situation. Because it is hard to regain your focus. It takes time to get back into the groove of something. Um, especially when you're deep into a flow state. If somebody pulls you aside and asks you a question, um, you kind of have to be prepared to not be able to dive back into that thing again for at least a few more few minutes. I'd say 10 to 15 minutes. Uh, it, it's hard to really get back into that zone. At least for me it is. I, I think there have been studies that have said that, but um, I would compel you to do your own research. So, um, some ways to regain focus though, uh, if you have the opportunity to isolate yourself for a little bit, like that's always fine. Go to a cafeteria or a, a library, a coffee shop. If you like the buzzing and noises and things like that, get yourself some caffeine or whatever, which sounds like a really good idea. I'm going to do that this morning. Um, and, uh, you know, maybe it's, you know, get yourself the right kind of music. Like for me, I like to listen to video game music to really get myself into the zone. Um, that is, it's a nice dopamine hit because there's a nostalgia trip associated with it. And then, um, you know, video game music is designed to be loopable and catchy. So it's always pleasant. Um, it kind of keeps you driving forward too, because a lot of, a lot of that music is designed to keep the player compelled, to keep the player moving. So 
I, you know, that's why I listen to that kind of music. Sometimes I listen to like trip hop or something that's like instrumentals. Some people like might like podcasts if they can do that. I can't write personally if I'm listening to podcasts or someone talk. Uh, it just doesn't work for me. Sometimes I like to listen to. Sometimes I like to put YouTube videos up so that I can kind of keep my reptile brain busy while I uh, do more thought-provoking work. So I don't know. Experiment. Find uh, what kinds of things work for you and keep you focused and in your zone. I mean, maybe it's a simple fact of you have too many things going on and you need to knock out some things. You know, maybe, maybe you need to get rid of some projects or maybe you need to get rid of um, a couple little tasks that are looming. I like to get a lot of little things done first and then focus on the big one because if those little things are there I feel like oh I should just do them I should just get them out of the way like they're there they're they're roadblocks in my head uh, keeping me from doing the thing I want to do so I, I think that's a good way to approach it personally um, so if you're not sure what to do you know try a couple different things if you can't focus if you're at home and you can't work well at home try going to a coffee shop if you are at the library and it's not working out for you try somewhere else um, maybe find a meetup group and work with people. Maybe you work best in groups. Maybe you work best um, after discussing a topic with people. Try different music. See what music works for you. Try more nostalgic music. Maybe try some new music. Maybe try pop music, rock music, hip hop, whatever works for you. Maybe try some podcasts. Um, and limit your distractions where you can. The cell phone is a big one. I keep my cell phone on silent pretty much all day. I mean, I don't get a lot of phone calls, I don't get a lot of um, urgent phone calls, so I just check everything at the end of the day. If I get voicemails, I'll check it and I'll call the person the next day. Usually it's never that urgent. Um, I don't check email anymore, really. Uh, I do things at the end of the day. So limit your distractions, test things, and find out what works for you. I'd like to reiterate that if you're a person who has multiple things going on, that you can focus on multiple things. Um, you can push things little by little. I think we should understand that there is a limit to the capacity of the things that we do, and there is a sort of popular trend of pushing yourself beyond your means, and and that's not good either. Um, you know, really, honestly, if I could quantify the amount of focus I have in a day, it's probably about two to two to three hours of good focus time. Other time, I'm planning things, I'm talking to people, I'm trying to figure out my next steps and um, deciding what I'm gonna do in that focus time. So when I'm at work, and don't tell anybody this, but when I'm at work, I really get like maybe two hours of focus, and then when I get home at night, I, get, I take like another hour to work on personal projects. The rest of the day, I'm thinking, resting, talking, um, working through ideas and it doesn't mean I'm not working it just means that my work is a different kind of work I don't like to I've spent so much time in my career sitting in front of a computer and staring that I just don't want to do that so much anymore so I'm finding reasons to not do that I'm trying to delegate more work or I'm trying to trying to cooperate with people more and um, work as a group with people so for me that's sort of a dynamic shift that I'm personally working on if it's something where you do like working long hours in front of a computer, which you're a weirdo, I guess, if you do, um, uh, you can do that. That's totally fine. But make sure that you're getting adequate rest. And, you know, part of 
part of getting good focus is like taking care of yourself. You're not going to be able to focus if you're distracted by your hunger or need to sleep or things like that. You're, you're just not feeling physically good and you're just, that's all you can think about. So remember to take care of yourself. Uh, um, busy is not work. There's a big, 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 big distinction between being busy and being focused and actually getting things done. I think there is a popular trend to look busy, particularly in the workplace. Um, you know, people are kind of concerned about, it's all rooted in insecurity. It's, uh, it's about people being concerned about how others perceive them. So they do little bits of busy work or they sit at their desk longer than they need to, or um, they, they do more things than they, they should. Uh, they're taking their work home too much, too often. Um, they're letting it affect their home life, things like that. I mean, if you could effectively balance it all, then great. That's awesome. If you've got a lot more natural energy than somebody does, perfect. I'm not going to rag on you for that. But if you're somebody that, you know, your sleep is important. For me, sleep is important. If I'm not getting adequate sleep, if I'm not, like, getting the things that I want, eating, drink enough water, like, I feel it throughout the day. If I, if I don't get enough sleep, I, like, I want a mulligan for the day. Like, I want to redo it because I'm not going to get shit done at all. And that's why it's important to me because I want to get things done. I want to be able to focus. So for you, if you need to get more sleep, then do it. Take the extra hour. Like, one extra hour of sleep might equate to two extra hours of focus. It's quality of time versus quantity. You know, there's too many people bragging about, like, working eight, 16, 18-hour days when you're making yourself miserable. Like, that's not the point. You know, you're supposed to be trying to appreciate every single day that you have. So if you're not enjoying the work that you're doing, then you need to reevaluate things. If you're not enjoying every day in some capacity, if you're not at least enjoying an hour of your day listening to an album or going for a walk or something, if you're just constantly miserable, you need to reevaluate and rethink something. Get more sleep, get more exercise, get rid of some friends, do something that will sort of regain your focus on life. Because sometimes, you know, when you're dealing with personal things too, really big personal things, um, friend drama, which is shit you shouldn't have in your 30s, um, uh, really, anybody beyond high school shouldn't have friend drama. When people are doing things like, I invited my friend, but she didn't want to come. She's a bitch. She doesn't like me. Like, fuck you. Get over it. Nobody cares. You're an adult. Deal with that shit. It's fine. Like, that's stuff that nobody has time or energy to worry about. Realize that you have a finite amount of stress and focus, and you need to take care of it. You know, I, I, I link stress and focus pretty strongly um, because being able to focus is simply a lack of being stressed, I feel. I mean, some people focus better under pressure, but that, that's not necessarily stress. Um, when you're dealing with personal things like, you know, breakups and, like I said, that friend drama nonsense or whatever in the last segment, um, you're not going to be able to focus because you're stressed out about it. But if you have a deadline and you have a plan in place and you're kind of stressing a little bit about that, but you're, you're focused with a goal, like sometimes you can get in the zone depending on your biology and how you 
how you react to situations like that. For me, I do work well under stress, so I'm okay with that. But um, I think it's important in terms of everyday focus and getting little things done. You need to remove the unnecessary stresses from your life. Like that friend drama nonsense I was talking about. If you're stressing about every little thing, about someone's perception of you, or your status in life, or the thing you should have done yesterday that you didn't, or how your mom doesn't approve of your life path, or whatever, whatever thing that is mostly shit that's in your head, you gotta let go of it. You just gotta stop. There's no point. You're just, you're just circling the drain. You're just continuing to tell yourself that you're a failure, that you didn't do the things right because somebody else feels that you're a failure, uh, or you're not getting enough attention on a podcast, <laughs> or you're not, um, you know, you're not completing the project fast enough, or whatever. Most of that stuff is like self-induced. Because when you talk to somebody else about that stuff, if you talk to somebody else about how you're feeling about a project, they'll often reassure you that you're doing a good job. If you're actually doing a good job. If you're doing a shit job, then you just need to get better. That's all. Don't feel bad about it. Just realize that maybe you're inexperienced. Maybe you're just not there yet. Uh, you know, there are a lot of young kids who want to be like promoted quickly or, you know, are concerned with status and job titles and want to kind of navigate the system as opposed to gaining experience and skills. Titles don't matter. I want to say that up front. Nobody cares about your title. Or at least I don't. I don't give a shit. I respect people. I don't respect titles. It doesn't matter. If you're a shitty person, you could be the President of the United States. And I wouldn't give a fuck. <laughs> um, uh, that's a little bit too close to home. Um, but really what I want to nail home is like, let go of your shit. Let go of your stuff that that is bugging you. Let go of, like, the little dramas that you can't do anything about in this moment. Unless it's something that you can address immediately, like calling your mom and talking to her, or calling your spouse and working through a problem, or pulling yourself aside and taking the extra hour to go resolve something. Then go do it. Don't sit there and fester and try to force yourself through something. Get it done. Like, deal with it. I had a kid once who was... He was working for me. I was a render technician, and he was also a render tech. And he just looked unfocused. He was just pointing and clicking and trying to be busy. And I'm a very observant person, so I notice that sort of thing. So I go to him, and I'm saying, like, what's up? What's going on? You all right? And he said um, that he was feeling very distracted, that he had just got transferred from another department, and, you know, this was a type of job where there was pretty predictive uh, layoffs. Um, so he was worried that he wouldn't, wouldn't have a job in a few weeks. Uh, so I told him, I was like, first of all, if you're not doing your job, you're definitely not going to have a job in a few weeks. And second of all, if you've got something you need to work out, you need to go work it out. Go talk to the boss. Go talk to somebody to try to get some reassurance because if you're just sitting here and clicking and not actually being useful to me, then you're not useful to me. So go for a walk. Go do something to feel better. 
because you just sitting here and clicking, like, I got it. I can cover it. But I need you to be on your shit or you will get laid off. <laughs> so, you know, to handle your stuff. I think there's a lot to talk about when it comes to focus because there's a lot of, um, a lot of ways that the system, quote unquote, whether it comes to school or work, uh, really fights against the natural notion of how to deal with focus. You know, for me, I was terrible at school because I just didn't work within the system that they were trying to make me work within. I needed more breaks than one recess and at lunch. I, I needed to focus differently. You know, I've always been a night person too, so that's, that's even more difficult for me. Um, and, you know, the workplace is no different. Most workplaces are pretty strict about time spent in front of a computer or at your desk. You know, you don't get the freedom to go for walks and get up and talk to people or, or really do things that feel more natural to you. And I urge you to fight those things. Honestly, within like a company culture and structure, do what you can to make it better and suit, it, suit to your needs. You know, if you need to go to a therapist and get them to sign off on stuff, then you should probably go do that. That's one way to do it. And if your company doesn't respect your needs and the way that you work, um, then find something else. That's the best advice I can give you. Um, I mean, you can't expect a company to completely bend to your will. And it has to be with the caveat of actually getting work done. You can't just try to negotiate napping all day. You need to negotiate the freedom to get up and walk around when you're feeling stressed. Um, and to be able to take the ownership and willingness to do that sort of thing. So many people push themselves through stress and negativity and terrible feelings when they know they need to go get something to eat or they need to go for a walk or they need to drink or they need a, a drink of water, not alcohol, uh, or go get some tea or coffee or go talk to a coworker about Game of Thrones or something. Like, take care of yourself first. Always, 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 no matter what. Because the thing that you stress out about at work, that you're gonna put all of your sweat and tears and, and probably sacrifice a little bit of your health for, like the boss is gonna remember you for that in that moment. But beyond that, they're not gonna care. They're not gonna recall that every day. Uh, it's, it's, not, it's not that big of a deal, honestly. You need to make sure to take care of yourself first. And I say that in every, 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 probably I'll say that in every podcast because self-awareness is, is important and self-care is way more important than that. I want you to understand more than anything that no matter what anyone else says or thinks of you or wants you to do, even if it's your mom or someone who spent a large amount of their life with you, that you are the only person in your life that you will be spending 100% of your time with. So you need to take care of that person just as you feel like you're 100% taking care of your child, they'll eventually grow up and move on, but you'll still be around.
you'll still be with yourself. And if you've neglected yourself in lieu of taking care of somebody else, whether it actually be a child or, and I'm not saying to ignore taking care of your kids, I'm saying take care of yourself so you can take care of your kids better. Uh, or it's your mother or your spouse or something like that. You know, all the expectations they have of you, if you're giving up yourself and who you are for, for what they want of you, by the time you get the chance to wake up and be your own person, whether it's through uh, divorce or they, you know, a parent passes away and suddenly you feel this weight lifted because you've had not, like, not the greatest relationship, it's a shame to feel like you've wasted all that time. You need to look at it today. Look at things now. Look at how you feel now. And make the shift. And and do it under the pretense of respect. If they don't respect you, then they need to go. I'm sorry, but that's the truth. You need to respect yourself. You need to take care of yourself so that you can regain your focus on what you want to accomplish and really give it your best. And do it for you. Nobody else. So I would like to thank everyone for listening to this episode of the C-Note Audio Extravaganza. Hope you learned a little bit about focus and some things that you can do to regain it and um, think about how it affects you day to day and how uh, focus is really kind of a subjective thing, but there are a lot of um, general ideas that you can try to find what works for you. You know, again, maybe you're a naturally energetic person and you can focus at any moment that you need to, but maybe you're dealing with mental health issues like me. Um, and you need to spend a little bit of extra time taking care of yourself and making sure that you take effective breaks or separate yourself when you're feeling a little bit too anxious or unfocused or whatever the case may be. Maybe you need to go talk to people, things like that. So know what works for you. Make sure you take care of yourself first. What other people want of you doesn't matter. You know, respect each other, respect them, respect their wishes. But if they're trying to control you and they're trying to get you to live outside of what naturally works for you, then maybe you need to reevaluate your situation and um, find the right people in your life who are going to help you, support you, give you real advice, not just tell you what you want to hear and uh, help you through life. So with that, um, thank you for listening. If you're on anchor.fm, follow me at anchor.fm slash Christian Rivera. If you're listening on the podcast, I would appreciate it if you subscribe and uh, share it with other people, um, share the segment or piece that you would really like to talk about. And if you have any questions for me, you can call in on anchor or you can DM me on Instagram or Twitter at rival my design. I'm also on Facebook and Twitter at Future Boy Media. I have a bunch of other things, but um, those are the two that I'm kind of focused on right now. Uh, and um, go to HiMyNameIsChristian.com. You can check out uh, all of my projects and all the things that I do. And if you want to subscribe to the newsletter, I swear I'll be posting something soon. <laughs> and uh, Swing for the Fences. If you go to SoundCloud.com slash Swing for the Fences, you can check out my music projects there. The full album is done, so if you want to listen to the instrumentals that I have, I should say this, the set list is done, the track list is done, 
I still need to do vocals and all that stuff. So if you want to listen to that, that'd be rad. I'd love your feedback and please like and share and all those good internet things as well. Um, thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. If you need help with anything specific, please reach out. I would love to be able to talk about more specific topics and give more specific examples to the audience and, um, help people out. So thanks for everything. Welcome to the C-Note audio experience. And I will catch you tomorrow. C-Note out.